0: Hey everybody, this episode of Weisenheimer, the podcast is brought to you by The Establishment. The Establishment is located at 220 19th Street, Rock Island, Illinois, and it is home of Comedy Sports. If you're ever looking for something to do that the whole family can go out and enjoy, check out Comedy Sports. It's every Friday and Saturday night at 7 p.m. It's all ages. It's all made up. It's a new show every time. You can go to establishmentqc.com to check out all the ticket and time information that you need. Also, The Establishment is available for rent, for special events. You want to get married? Go to The Establishment. You want to have a bar mitzvah? Go to The Establishment. You want to have a divorce? Go to The Establishment.
1: everybody, welcome to another episode of Weisenheimer the Podcast. The steering contest is over, and I'm Jeff DeLeon. I'm in the winner, Brent Tubbs.
2: And I came in second, silver medal for me. Leslie Mitchell.
1: You're the Ryan Lochte of podcasts.
2: Now I have to go color my hair.
1: <laughs> and put a gun to your head. But thank you for joining us for this episode. This is a very special episode because this is our second episode recorded live from the Detroit Improv Festival. Last week's was our set recorded at Go Comedy Theater. And this one we have a very special guest joining us. And Leslie, she is near and dear to your heart. Who do we have with us Who society? is that Leslie?
2: She is the one, the only Chicago improv legend, Miss Susan Messing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and as you're listening to this, you're going to find that Susan, her reputation for being not only a great teacher, but a great improviser, shines through in this. And I particularly am such a fan of hers. Uh, and you'll see this, or hear this, rather. Her style of improvisation is you know, guys, we do. We're quicker. We're quick in our long form, and sometimes we cut away quickly or or shift and move on to something else in the scene. But but Susan stays in it. Mm-hmm. She sticks into that uncomfortable moment and she fights through it and builds out of it, and genius happens. And that's something that you don't see in a lot of improvisers today. Um, and that's one of the greatest things about Susan's style.
1: Yeah, the the great thing about improv is it's always changing, and styles are always evolving, and getting out of your comfort zone. And I would say this this was a definite opportunity for us to kind of play a different way, and it was awesome. I had an absolutely blast. So
2: uh, this is the beginning of our podcast series where we will have um, a, a special guest with us for Weisenheimer for the next four episodes. And what a great person to kick this off with, Miss Susan Messing.
0: Enjoy. Three more words. Annihilate. Apricot. Observer.
3: I don't know if I have a story as much as an observation. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two kinds of homentacion that Jews eat, uh, on Purim, which is a happy Jew holiday, Purim, uh, there are these, th- there, it's called homentashen. And it's like this three cornered pastry. I guess it's supposed to be Haman the evil guy's hat or something like that. I don't know what it represents, but there, in the center of this kind of shortbread cookie is either apricot or prunes. And I'm kind of like, uh, like you're so happy that you're getting something like cookie. And then you're like, seriously, <laughs> Seriously, this is what I, and don't get me wrong. I like prune filling now and I like apricot filling now. But as a kid, you're like go fuck yourself, right? <laughs> this is <laughs> the best.
0: Right? Sweet that that they're treat gonna, that, that we're going to get. This yeah. is the peak. Yeah, yeah like
3: patriotic candy.
2: <laughs> Merry Christmas kids. Let's see what Santa brought you. Oh my you. goodness. We're excited. <laughs> I, Oh,
3: good morning, we got the, Mama. Yeah, good morning, we got Daddy. The, morning, yeah, good sweetie.
1: morning. Do I have to go first again? Oh, You're, you're, older. Yep. you're older. We have the
2: camera first. set up.
1: Okay, all right, I'll start with this one. Oh, it's the right sock that goes with the left sock that you gave me last year. There Here we go. Oh, we finally turn, have the set.
3: I
2: turn one at a time. Okay, Sophie.
3: Oh, my underpants from when I was two years
0: old. And now I'm
3: six, and I guess they'll fit on my
2: doll. It's a
0: nostalgic gift. Christmas
2: is on a Thursday this year. Throwback Thursday. Thursday. Next gift. Okay. Um, Buddy. This one's big. Mm-hmm. Um, How about it?
1: it? It's an Ingerbert Humperdink record. And it's not even in a jacket, it's just the physical record. Oh, oh good
2: times! No. Man. I don't good you're gonna memories. love that one, buddy. Is this like
1: a CD? Look at that!
2: I think it's Camelot's yeah. original Broadway recording. It's so good. I can't tell what this is. Is this a pencil? It's just charred. Mm -hmm. Oh, I think that was Daddy's first syringe from our college days.
0: Oh, that, me and that, I named that guy. Right?
2: I mean, how Mm -hmm. many concerts did we take?
0: Oh, that guy's been with me through a lot. Throwback Thursday.
3: Supposed to be put in that weird red container at the doctor's office?
1: E- yeah, where the bad things go with the little radiation zombies. Uh, always the
2: matter of opinion. I, uh, One final gift from me and daddy to you guys. Hey, we before, go.
1: Did you just wrap stuff you found in the basement and give it to us again? Uh, uh, wow. Is that, I'm sorry, you you're very this ungrateful. This is a used ant trap. That's the ant. And, and you got date, one, too. And the date on it is from a week ago. You guys, what... Look, if oh. you... Mom and Dad, are you still junkies?
3: <sighs> we had a little bit of a relapse. Because the way Just you so behave... behave is not the way that an adult should behave no. to no. a child. And it is Christmas, which is like rubbing salt in our wounds. Right? Here's what we mm-hmm. decided.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh... We think the best choice in this family is to just take this family and switch it around. Yeah. Well, you're the mom. What? You're going to be the mom now. Yep. So you and, need to find a job. Yep. And you're the dad. But and I, yeah. we're going to be the kids.
1: Mm-hmm. But uh, I have a job. You give me a nickel to scratch your arms when they get the itches again.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to have to find a, another part-time job then.
2: But, yep. Uh, and pretty much because you guys can pee in cups and it'll be clean.
0: Okay. See, is this is not that uncommon. To nope. have kids take care of their parents Ex- when their parents exactly. get a little unable to take care of themselves. So it's just really, it's just uh, es- uh, accelerating that timetable Ooh, just yeah, a
2: little we, bit. We've just moved it up 30 years. Yep.
0: So I guess that first grade's off the books, huh?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Cut to 20 years later.
1: Aren't you going to open your gifts? Oh, uh, <laughs> wow. But yes.
2: Sorry. Please go right ahead. You wanna go first? Uh, Yep, I'll open it. Go first.
0: Here we go.
1: Let me move your IV over. Thank you. Mm
0: -hmm. Wow. It is a used adult diaper.
2: (laughs) That was actually yours from ten years ago. Mm, You saved it. Oh. Should I open mine up now? Of course. It is what I assume is a picture of your family. And what I assume is a picture of your family but since, their faces since, are crossed out and it says fuck you you don't have any right to know my family yes
3: mm-hmm. that is true um, um we certainly court order is still upstanding so mm-hmm. know that <laughs> this right? is just a physical reminder that you can put on your fridge
2: hmm mm-hmm. well since we really are in no position to even get very far out of this halfway house.
1: Come on, guys, there's twelve more minutes of Christmas before yeah. we, we have to leave,
2: so... <laughs> or that, well, we would like to leave.
1: We would
3: like to leave. <laughs> but uh, that we have to spend the minimum with you. Right, that's true. That's okay. True. Okay, I'll open my next one. Okay. Sure. A dead bird. Yep. Yes, I found it actually went into my plate glass window in the great room today. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fresh.
1: <laughs> huh. Makes
3: it better. And a partridge in a pear tree. Well, let this experience remind everyone Not to do drugs.
0: The more you know. (laughs) We got a random word that will generate it randomly.
1: Three words shackle, allergenic, or whisper. Mm. Um, I was the first day at a horse camp in Iowa like i remember the first day we were with horses we did zip lines did all of, you know camp crap and then underneath our cabin uh a cat was under there and she just had kittens
2: Aww. and so
1: i went down there and i'm just a big sympathetic animal person so i'm petting the cat and i'm playing with the cat and i'm playing with the kittens and i made sure to go tell like the you know the head of whatever that you need to put water out or whatever and so they did that and I pet the kittens. Like, when I went to bed that night, I just started, like, snee I could not stop sneezing, and I was coughing, and it was just, like, it was getting really, really bad. And had you had allergies everything? before? Never. Oh, Nothing. wow. So, the, in the morning, I go and eat breakfast, and I'm still out of it. And so, like, you should go see the nurse. So, I go see the nurse. So, she gives me, like... Aspirin or something like that to try and calm it down. Aspirin, it's like, for headaches. And I'm like, okay, inflammation. Yeah. Oh, oh, it gets, it gets, it gets better. So, <laughs> so, so I you. leave, and of course, as I'm walking towards whatever the next event is, I'm going by my cabin, and there's the cat. So I bend down and pet the cat, play with the cat a little bit or whatever, and I go over. And by the time I get to the horses, I'm just like, like blowing, like my eyes are getting puffy. Go back to the nurse, okay? So I go back to the nurse, and the nurse is like, I don't know, just go to your cabin. Okay, so I go to my cabin. What's at the cabin? Cat. <laughs> the cat. So I start playing with the cat. And this was the pattern for like three or four days. How young were you? I was eight. Why didn't they give you Benadryl and or something? I, I have no idea. And I remember writing a letter to my parents saying I'm having a miserable time. Like I'm sick. Mm. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> So then I didn't, again, I found out well after the fact, but my mom contacted the camp. We're like, can we come get him? And I'm like, no, he's fine. He's just going through, you know, abandonment, whatever. And uh, <laughs> and they, we'll him some Tylenol. off. <laughs> what what Aspen, it is is, Aspen. they'd already cashed our checks. They didn't want to have to give my parents money back or anything yeah. like that. He's fine. Don't worry about it. So I'm going through this hell. And by the fifth day of camp, finally, like, camp's over with. I see my parents pull up, and as soon as I see them, I'm just like Niagara Falls. I'm just like I want to get the fuck out of here. Uh-huh. I walk over. They see my cheeks are puffy. They can tell like something's really, really wrong. We go immediately to my doctor, like we go straight from the cat because it was about an hour drive away. We go straight to my doc- doctor. Doctor me, and he's just like, oh, he's having an allergic reaction. So they give me the epipen shot, which brings everything down. They do the scratch test. And they're like, he's severely allergic to cats. Like this is really bad. My dad. Drives back to the camp after dropping us at home. Bitches out, to Mr. God, Bortel. <laughs> um, we got entire camp refunded, and almost he almost was going to sue them to the point that they were gonna have to pay for like whatever medical treatment I'd had to get my you know shit together oh or whatever. God. But. Yeah, so I had no clue. And then even at that young age, looking back, I'm like, yeah, I play with those cats every single day, you know? And so I was obviously in a, in a, in a miserable place. But that was the day I learned all the things I was allergic to. And before then, nothing triggered them.
3: So. Uh-huh. Well, uh, okay, everybody, counselor's in. All right. We got a fucking conversation.
2: Uh, I like conversations. I
3: bet you do, Shelley. I bet you do. Did you lock the door? Locked. Okay. Oh, it's that a secret one. Yeah, it's one of those. Everybody pull out your cigars from last night. Did you just save your cigars? (laughs) Yeah. Because these are good ones from Cuba. Mm -hmm.
2: I I didn't get a cigar.
3: Shelly, you said you didn't like smoking. Yeah. You want a cigar? Sure. Okay. I wanna be I
2: I wanna be a part of this.
3: Well you're a CIT, that's a counselor in training, Mm Shelly. But uh, next year, if you're a good girl, you can stay. Mm. Hey,
0: no, don't,
2: don't, don't, yeah, don't,
3: yeah, don't
0: not, put your mouth on it like
3: yeah. that.
2: Don't put my mouth on a cigar? Well, well not like go. that.
0: Just get her, get her ready yeah, there. Our, our, hey, yeah. yeah, put it right on your
1: lips. Flip there. it the other way. Right yeah.
0: on your lips. There you go.
3: Okay, we got an order of business today. Charlie, you want to start?
1: Yeah, all right. So the new crop of kids will be here. Uh, it's like tomorrow at 10. They start arrival. We have a couple fucking early kids coming early. Who uh, the fuck's going to watch an early kid? An He's F.E.K.? Watch
2: it. I'll take an F.E.K. There okay. Right. Freaking F-E-K. early kid. Yeah, freaking cool.
3: early kid. Go for it. Uh, Shelly, you you've already proved yourself beyond a shadow of a doubt that next year you will be ready for a full-time counselor. In a few years, uh, you'll be as apathetic as the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. We
2: can light the cigar now. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. There, there you we go. go. There you go. Uh, I would just like to throw out there that if the uh, Stan Dusty kid does show up this year, I Aww, might kill him. George, you can't do that. To I this might man. kill him. Why? I, he is a little fucking brat. He's mm-hmm. not.
3: Re- he look. He's not related to Jerry. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You it's think just easier, a name I only. think it's a trigger name for uh, you. Well,
0: I'm just saying that little kid gives me a, one more cross eye. And he's going down to the ground. Okay. At well, least a broken bone or I'll something. take
2: the Sandusky kid, too. Oh, no,
0: well, do <laughs> know. Look, sometimes kids need to learn. You know what I'm saying? That's
2: mm-hmm. true. You
3: want to give him like, he triggers a Triggers George, you know Charlie's mm-hmm. fine with it. George's not okay.
2: Mm-hmm. You nope. want him then? Because I'll, the, I'll take the I can take the F E K and the Sandusky kid. That's a Jesus. lot to take oh, on. God I can on. do like, it. Um, I got right. what it takes. Jesus. Okay, oh, Shelly,
3: you're an eager beaver. I'm Jeez. gonna move, <laughs>
2: I'm gonna move this cigar to the side of my mouth now. I'm gonna oh. tell your mom
3: to put you to see if you can get on varsity cheerleading next year. You're so supportive, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, I come watch that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I got big boobs.
3: Yeah, camp love. Okay, camp love. Hey, speaking of love, uh, how many cancer kids we got this year?
1: Cancer kids. Let's see, three Baldies last time. Three, uh, I think according, I think we're getting four this time. Before we're gonna we're getting, get,
3: a, we're gonna get a nurse this time because I'm not gonna be like putting in IVs in the middle of No, goddamn I'll do
1: that, that. I like poking them. Okay, that's there, true. George.
3: Like hey, to see be careful, crying. George. It's a camp. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you say poking, it's a trigger word for parents. Yeah, uh, don't say I like poking It's because kids. of Sandusky Cary. he's all right Cary. on there already. Jesus Christ. And the
1: fact that you're wearing a Penn State shirt is pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's it pretty that's, hey. fucked up. Hey. I like them. I mean, all right, Lions are hard to get it, but yeah, uh, I'm yeah. with you on that one. Oh, we might want to consider that. Why aren't yeah.
3: Why aren't we wearing a Camp Love t-shirt? Yeah. How come no? Where, Where are, are the Camp Love t-shirts? Oh, they Where didn't they?
1: fucking arrive yet. They were supposed to be here last night. The kids shirts are here, but the fucking counselor shirts aren't here. Oh, no. no. Shelly can oh, wear the kids cause shirts
3: because she looks great in a shirt like that. Thank she you. Does. I've got That's boobs. You do. You, really boobs. Sure you do. you really have boobs. <laughs> you
0: really do. So does that mean I can wear my mesh top then for until those? No, you can't because
3: you have boobs.
0: Let's be honest. Let's be honest, George. You got big boobs. Mm-hmm.
3: Shelly, it's not so distracting because it's part of her, her part of her thing. Yours. If you want, you we can trade, walk. and
2: I can wear your mesh top. Mm-hmm.
3: Guys nah, it's okay, Shelly. You. You're always a problem solver. God bless you, Cam. Love. I'm can't trying, love. guys. I'm trying. I'm running. Right. Pop- Coming from, it's from it's a guy who never
1: wears a shirt and yeah. takes it off the first chance he gets. Yeah, you might want, want to get some liposuction and things you know? or something. Maybe oh, some. I was gonna say
3: Botox, but you can't plump up. That's pumping more. Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, we don't want that. It's not like I do this every goddamn day. Look, you guys, I'm a CPA in real life. I shouldn't be running this camp. You didn't know that, Shelly? I didn't know that. Yeah, well, guess what? I haven't always been Mr. Big in camp, you know what I'm saying?
2: I thought you were always Mr. Big in camp. No,
3: no, I was a camper here years ago.
2: Mm
3: Mm-hmm. It was was Camp Jordan, Mm -hmm. like the River Jordan. It was a Christian camp. It
1: was all religious at the
3: time. Yeah, at the time Mm -hmm. it was religious, and I dropped the Bible, and... And life happened. I don't want to talk about it too much. You know, the, so the there point. had
1: to
2: be something that happened to you at that time I don't want that to talk made you cynical.
3: You guys remember uh, that, that, that uh, movie about uh, the Jesus camp? Oh, yeah. Yeah, documentary about Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was the kind of camp uh, Camp Jordan used to be. Oh, shit. Wow. Really? And I was uh, we cast t- into hell. You know what I'm saying. What? Well, I mean, in the sense that they thought I was hellish because I didn't believe that their savior, you know, and I didn't believe in, you know, snakes and speaking in tongues and right. I, I thought touching your dick was okay. Yeah. You know, in your private space, you yeah. know, not touching other people's dicks. So stop worrying about the Sandusky's. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I'm saying. I got
2: the Sandusky and the F.E.K. Mm-hmm.
3: So one of my clients died, and he uh, asked me to be the executor of his will. And he used to run, you know, Camp Treehorn. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, so I took over it. So that's what happened. That's why it turned into Camp Love.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Funny thing, you know, why it's called Camp Treehorn? Because lightning struck the cross that used to be up there when it was Camp Jordan. It was wow. a big burning cross and did not go over very well. So they actually took the cross and were able to kind of meld it to make it look like a kind of a French yeah. horn. Yeah. And that's how the name changed. to yeah.
3: pretty it's much. Big, this has happened. Look, how many times does a camp go through a different owners? Oh, my so, you know God. Know what I mean? rare that you keep one. We've managed to keep this for 10 fucking years. Mm-hmm. Let's keep the love going. Camp love. Mm-hmm.
2: How'd we get from Camp Treehorn to Camp love?
3: Well, that's when I took over. Mm-hmm.
2: So deep mm-hmm. down, you really wanted it to be a camp of love. I want
3: to talk about it, Shelly. Something happened. You're Something a CIT. Happened. I know you it. shouldn't be hearing all this privileged information. I know Why did I make you... Shut the door and You gave lock me a
2: cigar, it. and that made it's me want to be more risk-taking in my I
3: questions. Be you a goddamn oh, we love cigar. it though. That's why we come back. Yes, Because right. you treat us like one of you. That's hey, right. George, Charlie, you guys are you guys are tops. You know that. And Shelley,
2: yeah. one
3: day you might, you know, you might want to be a registered nurse or something and take care of the kids. You know, I'm gonna
2: have my. I got your back on the chemo thing.
3: Well, that's another thing I gotta talk about. We gotta. End-of-life situation coming in. Um, oh, one no. of the kids is being airlifted from Mayo.
1: Oh, is
3: it Sandusky? It's one of those Make-A-Wish... No, stop with the Sandusky, Sandusky shit. i got
2: Sandusky. I, I had my Don't hopes even outside. have to worry about it No, we're talking,
3: uh, we're talking one of the end ones. Make-A-Wish. Oh. They wanted to come here. Polly.
2: Their wishes to come to camp, love?
3: Mm. Well, his wishes was to have a Make-A-Wish camp experience, and the Make-A-Wish camp is full up, so they need an extra mm-hmm. one here. So we're going to put his uh, cot in the nurse's... Uh, nurse's tent. I. This is very you sad.
2: You me. can't put the cot in the nurse's tent. That's like moving him out of a hospital into a hospital with nature. Put him in with the kids. Yeah, put him, put in, him in with Sandusky.
0: The kids. That way it might rub Will off. you stop
2: that with Sandusky? What might rub off. Get off I'm what just you? saying.
3: Yeah, why, what's put the him thing with the Sandusky? This why going are you crazy.
2: infatuated? Yeah. Why are you infatuated? And quit rubbing your nipples when you're talking about Sandusky. Yeah, because your, your are Through your mess big. shirt, we can see it.
1: Yeah, we can always see your nips. It's
2: bothering you know what
1: the, me. Sorry. What, Charlie? What the fuck Sorry. is your last name? We always call you, your last name starts with a P, but none of us knew your fucking last name. What's your last name? Oh, uh, well, now. now I feel like no I'm point. being interrogated. i get my iPhone here. the fuck is... Why would you look on your iPhone? Because I'm Facebook friends with this dickhead. Your last name's Paterno. What? What the yeah. fuck? You're a paterno? Yeah? Your dad was a coach at fucking Penn State. And this is all starting to make sense now. I get it.
2: I think I should take the chemo. I kids. get it.
1: You know, I've given you a paycheck
3: before, but I've always made it out to Georgia P. Yeah. And all Georgia that's P. what
0: I'm known as.
3: So what the fuck with the Paterno shit? The hell? What the fuck being around kids by association, especially cancer kids and like, you know, end of life like Polly.
1: Hey,
3: and Shelly, she's 17 years old and Charlie uh,
1: I'm 37, I still work here.
3: Yeah, he still works there because one day he hopes to meet someone age-appropriate. It's gonna happen. He has low happen. expectations. Meatballs is no. my life goal. Yeah, yeah it's true. Sometime Meatballs is a, your life, a Charlie. Sometimes if
1: a female counselor come here, it's gonna sweep me off my fucking feet. Yeah. Wait till Shelly's of age and a real counselor.
2: I got my I've got good here. boobs. You're here with
3: us, Shelly. We love you, but don't don't usurp your bounds. You're still a CIT guy. When's sure.
2: this meeting over?
3: Okay, you want me to <laughs> a, 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 end the meeting? I'm, yeah. Right. I don't. What do we even learn from this, goddamn meeting? We learned absolutely goddamn nothing. But we smoked we a damn fine, has. damn fine cigar. The, uh, Georg, Georgie has
1: a last name. Georgie's a closet cla- cla- pedophile. Possibly. He's not a pedophile. I'm no, just God, saying, hey, like that's like a heavy word. That's a easy heavy for word. you to
3: say as a counselor at age thirty-seven years old. Hey. Yeah. What are do you doing here? There's a reason why an old guy like me is here. I know what
2: I like. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Well, there you have it—the uh, one, the only Miss Susan Messing—and we were really grateful to have her with us. I think you might have enjoyed it as much as I did.
1: I know I did. I—I'll uh, never forget my first time.
2: Are you smoking a cigarette? A little bit. Okay. A little bit. Hmm.
1: I'm going to let this nicotine poison my lungs and then tell you that this podcast, as always, is brought to you by the Establishment Studio Series every Friday, Saturday at 9.30 at the Establishment. Just five bucks to get in. You can get tickets at establishmentqc.com. And this Friday, September 9th, is a show called Smackdown. It is an improv show where all of the performers win money at the end of the round. Well, not all of them, but each individual performer has the potential of winning money, which they can either just immediately put in their pocket or they can bank it and risk it. And at the very end of the show, one person gets all the money that's in the pot at the end. It's a unique, different style of improv show slash gambling show. So it's kind of feeding both of those desires and needs. So come check it out this Friday at 9.30.
0: And on Saturday the tenth is a little show called True Story, and it's a lot like how it sounds. Uh, a cast of improvisers will get up, and based on suggestions, they will tell real life true stories, and then the other improvisers will improvise based on their true story. Oh, okay. Get it? Get I it? it? It's not a, a true
2: lie. Story. It has to be true
1: story that is it thank you for listening thank you so very much miss susan messing for joining us on the podcast it was an absolute blast and tune in next week for our third episode from detroit improv festival what's it gonna be what you'll have to tune in and find out i'm excited
2: see you next week So, I don't know if you guys knew this, but if Susan really loves you, when you get a hug goodbye from her, she'll whisper in your ear, horny. She'll just whisper horny. Did she do that she for you? She did say that to me. She mm-hmm. did? She whispered yeah. horny? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that I'm not the only one? Yeah. Oh, you?
1: Yeah. Said I, thought to you too? I thought she yeah. admonished me and said corny, and I thought, oh, God, I'm a failure as an improviser, but maybe it was horny. Mm. Yeah. I just told myself, yep, I still got it.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we were in a hotel room after Horny. All.